Are you looking for a resource to discuss all topics air conditioning? Well, you're in the right space. Join the Rawson boys as they discuss the hot topics and the cold hard facts. This is the Air Conditioning Podcast. Hey guys and welcome to the Air Conditioning Podcast where we discuss all things air conditioning, the hot topics and the cold hard facts, Brad. Cold hard beers. As we uh, approach episode 50. That is correct. We limp across towards the finish line. Limping. Raise the bat in the air, <laughs> half a ton, cracking yep. a beer. Cracking beer. Oh yeah. Woo-hoo! Just to celebrate. Nice Cheers, little furfy. Nice, furfy. Nice little furfy. A uh, local beer, aren't they? Victorian? Geelong. Geelong beer. There you go. Cheers. Not bad. Mm. on. So I bet, Brad, now let's be honest, you woke up this morning, realised we were doing the last episode, and you had a little bit of a tear in the eye. Not sure if it was in the eye, but... (laughs) (laughs) Oh, dear. Oh, Jesus Christ. Didn't take long, did it? Oh my oh, God, Father! Oh, anyway, it's been it's been a lot of fun, hasn't it? Oh, I have yes, to say, it has. it's been um, interesting. <laughs> We've learned a ton of stuff along the way, and we met have. some met some pretty bloody awesome people too. Well, if, even if we didn't have one list, so we did learn <laughs> learn something. Yeah, well, it's better to say we may not have had any, but uh, <laughs> no, I think we had a few. Talking anyway. ourselves all this time. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> That's okay. We do that a lot anyway, but um, yeah, so. Going back to episode one, Brad, mm. uh, that was in March 2019. Can you oh, believe yeah. that? Prior to COVID. That was, yeah, prior to COVID is right. Um, back in the good old days. Yep. And we, um, yeah, that's, I wonder if they'll use that as a bit of a timestamp thing, like before COVID or after COVID. Probably. Mm, probably. Yeah, mm, they would. Like a BC. I'm sure they will. Yeah, yeah. BC. BC. AC, DC. Hmm. Um, well, anyway, before COVID. Yeah, before COVID. So, um, anyway, in the in episode one, Brad, so we were so professional back then, so oh. professional now. Oh, we've just come such a long way. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no. Um, but I think it's safe to say we have improved maybe a little bit. Well, I, I don't know. I haven't listened to any episodes yet. <laughs> no. Not a one. No. I can't. just want to hear about how bad you are. Can't do it. <laughs> uh, no, but we uh, we talked in episode one, of course, about why we got into this whole thing. And uh, as much as it, it was painful at the time to get our head around and like we didn't really want to, we weren't sure how it was going to be received and all that stuff, but we we pushed through it, didn't we? Yeah, yeah. Had a few beers along the way, yeah. which gave us a bit of Dutch courage to help us along. That's right. But um, as it turned out, Brad, wasn't as bad as we probably thought it's going to be well the good part about it is we've made a lot of money <laughs> <laughs> absolutely dripping and dripping yeah <laughs> that's been fun oh dear ah i couldn't be further from the truth there i think it's cost me a few beers and that's about it yeah well, that's right mm. well you know there are other costs and time and that's probably why well okay so the reason we got into it was because we wanted to start that conversation brad yes and i think we, we achieved that Mm-hmm. Uh, along the way we've spoken to people which we've, we've tried to share information we've learned a shit ton of stuff on the way which has been great but i hope that people out there might have got something out of it like yeah. we did yeah um but um but it's been a hell of a steep learning curve for us 
never done anything like this before, probably will never do it again. I'd no, suggest. No, probably not. And is it the final episode? I suppose it is. Well, um, probably, yeah. Probably. probably. And, and we'll see how things go down the track. Well, we had, we did have a break prior to this, remember? We if did, you remember, yeah. back, in, back in 2019, August 2019, we had a bit of a break, um, which turned into, a, we thought it was going to be a couple of weeks. And then time got away from us, got busy. Life happens, gets in the way. Six months later, was it? Yeah. Six months, Jesus. Um, May of 2020. Yeah. Uh, we um, we came back on air, um, and hadn't the world changed in that time? Oh, in that six months, crazy. It went did a complete flip. Absolutely crazy. What happened? Turned on its head. Oh. And COVID. COVID struck. But uh, coming back from that, we we had a bit of fun with a bit of a little bit of a news segment. You know, just to bring our listeners up to speed in case they weren't already aware of what's going on in the world, we wanted to help them out yeah. with a bit of information. Right. So, um, what did we do? We, um, well, let's, let's just jump in. We had I a can't bit remember of, that far back. We had a bit of, um, a bit of audio theatrics as well because mm. you bought in your big, big golden harp. Do you remember that? Dragging that in oh, off the yes. street? Yeah, yeah, that's right. yeah, yeah. Well, here it is. Take a listen. The golden harp you yep. see in front of you there. Let's go and get it. So Grab that. Yep. Same here. That. Yep. Good. Yep. Here we go. Excellent. Got it here. Bloody heavy, is it? Oh, yeah. It's heavy. Don't do your back in. All right. When you're ready. Okay. Here we go. That was amazing. It was, wasn't it? Yeah, incredible. I've been practicing. Nimble fingers. Oh, yes. Yeah. You should hear me on the guitar. Really? Yeah. It's not bad. All these hidden talents. So here we go. September 23, climate activist Greta Thunberg scolds the world with her How Dare You speech. Greta. Legend has it she's still an angry person today. And the butt of uh, many memes, I might say. Young, angry person. September 25, ACT becomes the first state in Australia to legalise recreational marijuana. AFL Grand Final, September 28, Richmond defeats GWS by 89 points, Brad. 89 points? 89 points. I don't even remember that, it's that far away. A few grand final years too, probably. October 6, NRL Grand Final, Roosters defeat Raiders 14 to 8. November 3rd, not only was it my birthday, Brad, but Olivia Newton-John's black leather outfit from Greece sells for 405 grand. I was, I was, a, I was a high bidder. Were you? Yeah, I had my bid in there. I would have too. Yeah. November 3rd, uh, again, Australia world number one Ash Barty defeats uh, Alina Svitolina. Yeah. Svitolina. Uh, the Barney Party. The Barney Party started. And uh, November 9, it's when tragedy struck, unprecedented bushfires in New South Wales, 70 of them. Destroyed 100 homes, killing three people, and seven missing. November 11, more bushfires throughout Australia. November 16, Britain's Prince Andrew refutes claims he had sexual relations, shall we say, with a 17-year-old and connected to sex offender Jeffrey Epstein. Uh, November, no, December the 1st, the earliest traceable patient, a 55-year-old man, develops symptoms of what we now know as coronavirus in Wuhan, China. December 10, Sydney blanketed in smoke from the bushfires. 
December 11, Greta is named Time Magazine's Person of the Year. Not Greta again. Bloody Greta. How is She's it? She's all over the place. Uh, and as we fast forward then to current day, the devastation from the bushfires. Uh, as of March 20, 18.6 million hectares destroyed. Over 5,900 buildings burnt, including 2,779 homes, 34 killed and a billion animals suffered as a result. Then there's the coronavirus. 4.9 million confirmed cases worldwide, 323,000 deaths, and this is according to the World Health Organisation. In Australia, we, have, we to date have 7,081 confirmed cases, total deaths 106,472 cases recovered. So this is why we thought we'd do another air conditioning podcast. Exactly right. Get a bit of joy we in need a bit of We need a bit of uh, light-heartedness, oh. shall we say. But um, yeah, some some it's world-changing, isn't it? Oh, it's it's, it's affected businesses, it's affected people's incomes, it's affected jobs, it's so many things. The world economy and bloody, bloody, blah. So I hopefully everyone's getting through it all right. But as we go recording now, we're in stage one of the... Of the uh, yeah, in South Australia, yeah. Stage one in South Australia, so... No new cases for... Two, well, two, two weeks. weeks. Yeah, yep. Two weeks. So, uh, so, you wouldn't want to be anywhere else in the world, though, would you? No, definitely not. Not for quids. So, there we go. Anyway, so now that we've pushed all that aside... There we go. So... We're still dealing with the shit. I know. Can you believe that back then, we really didn't... No one really knew how long this was going to go on for today. With what we're really, done with. Do you know, um, one thing that I find is uh, very interesting but also very devastating is the fact that when we recorded that, there were 4.9 4. million cases worldwide. Cases. To date, we've had over 5 million deaths. Mm. So it's two, we've had, and currently 254 million cases. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, just goes to show, and, and it was weird. When, when we first started doing this, I thought if we start to, like putting that here and there on, on the episodes, it might be a really good way to sort of timestamp and see mm. how it tracks. Mm. And when you go back to that now, and, and you can hear it, how quickly it was rising. Interesting, isn't it? It is pretty interesting. Devastating, all the same. Two hundred thirty million though recovered today, uh, so that's that's positive, I suppose. So, um, what but, I can't uh, get over, mm-hmm. just looking at that computer. Mm-hmm. Why have you got a folder on there that says farts? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm glad you asked. Um, uh, because no, I won't even go into that now. But what I will go into, Brad, is um, let's just say that when you look at our Technique <laughs> over um, over the course of this uh, these this series in a bit. Um, there's been some questionable technique. You have to say we're not we're not really prof- profound at this. No, no um, really. but we gave it a good hot go, you know. So um, I'm still talking through my nose. You are, but it, it was it's got progressively better. Um, 
slightly. It's improved. Slightly. But going back to it, if you go back to your first couple of episodes, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Somebody like didn't have a nose. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so yeah. Um, anyway, so what uh, <laughs> I just wanted to highlight the fact that, yeah, we were, we're uh, technique's not been great, but um, there's a couple of things that I want to just pick up on. Right. Um, in episode two, so back in March of 2019, you know how I normally start off with, uh, G'day guys, welcome to Air Conditioning Podcast. We discuss all things air conditioning, hot topics, on our backs. I do know, yes. You're, you're familiar with that one? Yeah. Well, um, back in um, episode two, I kind of didn't get the grasp of that really well. So um, this is how it sort of turned out. Conditioning Podcast. G'day guys and welcome to another episode of the Air Conditioning Podcast where we discuss all topics air conditioning, the hot topics and the cold the hard facts. The cold hard topics. The topics. The topics and the cold hard topics. The whole topics and the whole cold hard topics. It's kind of one of these moments. Allow myself to introduce myself. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. One of those. So, um, and luckily I've never done that. Well, no, you haven't, but I will pick up on what oh, okay. I did do. Um, well, I did something wrong. No, well, not wrong as such. But I, I did what, a slip up. Yeah, yeah, well, let's just say okay. that. Um, when uh, when we ever um, interviewed um, Shane Quinn from Panasonic Australia, do you remember that? That was a long time ago. That was, uh, I'll tell you when that was. That was back in episode six. And um, you, <laughs> I remember. Hello, you, Shane, if you're watching. Hello, Shane, if you're we've all listened um you you did a bit of study and a bit of research on panasonic i remember oh yes i know Do you remember? Say. and um you know you, I got wanted, it wrong. you wanted to make your guest feel as comfortable as possible yeah and show that you'd actually taken the time out of your day to uh, to do a bit of research about panasonic and mm. um at first it was impressive I think they've um, they've been around for a long time panasonic i think it's 100 100 years uh, 2018 yeah, correct. Yes, yeah. Uh, last year was um, the hundredth birthday. Yep. So um... <laughs> okay, all right, that's yeah. good. That's not bad. I was impressed by that. I thought, gee, oh. you know, he so actually took the time to, yeah. to to really sort of look into their background. He's, uh, he's then, done some research. But eighteen and a half seconds later, you followed up with this one. Is that uh, um, eighteen ninety four? Was it the um, the the birth of uh, Panasonic? Someone's. Uh, no. 1918. I've pulled this one out of the hat when we interviewed uh, Jen Steger from Trade Risk Insurance back in episode 28. Is this the one that you forgot to press record? Well, we did. That was that was embarrassing in itself. But as part of the um, keeping it cool in the hot seat, one of my questions to Jen was supposed to be: if you had one, if you could choose one meal for the rest of your life, what would that be? But I actually said, if you uh, had to choose one meal for the rest of your life, who would that be? Sorry? Who would that be? Yeah. <laughs> I'll rephrase you that. You threw me. <laughs> if you had to choose... Good evening, Gary. <laughs> How are we going today, Brad? Oh, no, we're not going to. <laughs> oh, hello, Clevis. 
<laughs> so yeah, that was that was a bit awkward, but um, oh, anyway, a bit of fun. Oh, it was funny. Yeah, funny. we laughed. Didn't didn't wasn't funny at the time. <laughs> funny now. Um, we still had a bit of chuckle. Of course we did. And it's time for a beer. Okay. Cheers. Um, now, Brad, we've had some some ripping guests on our show here. Absolutely ripping. And we've covered a lot of ground, you might say, in terms of topics and, and just general conversation. But, you know, it was hard to actually go back and look at and pull out some that we've, you know, um, that really bought, they bought, everyone bought something to the show, but it, it was hard to define or pack it into a, a couple of conversations. But there's one that topic that was pretty hot, I suppose, was the, that of um, Certificate 2, yeah? Mm -hmm. Um, we all know about that one. Yeah, and, and how that has uh, sort of gone in the industry. But we chatted with um, with ERA, uh, so the Australian Institute, Institute of Refrigeration, Air Conditioning and Heating, Tony Gleeson and Max uh, Vendor. This was um, uh, Tony's take on the Certificate 2. I think, firstly, ERA's position is very clear. It's a Cert 3. Mm. The Certificate 3 is what should be there, should be mandated, should be the minimum. And mm. that's our position. Yeah. If you go back over the years, though, um, really certificate twos were originally put into place to grandfather people who'd been in the industry for 20 years or more and effectively had come from a background before certificates even existed. What yeah. hasn't happened is, and I think people recognise that that had a great value back in the day, I think it's outlived its usefulness because people now do have the opportunity for certificate threes. I think the other aspect of it is that um, the, the Certificate 3 itself is providing a more broader aspect, more rounded type of mm. technician that we've got in that space. But we've also got the mm. challenges. There's a great demand for work out there in, in particular areas. And so how do we go through a transition um, to make sure that the work is still done as we go from a certificate, wind out certificate two to certificate three. Now, I think there's a process and we're advocating for that. So what I'm saying is just don't get rid of certificate twos overnight. Mm. Let's begin this process of winding it down and moving to the certificate three. Yeah. And that process hasn't begun yet, by the way. And tra traditionally that was the apprenticeship, wasn't it? The, um, it was a certificate three, um, I think. But the certificate three came in later on, but originally it was you're doing an apprenticeship, which was four years, I think, three years um, uh, on the um, theory side, and then you had a, a year in the, in the field. Um, and, and that year in the field, I think, is quite important as well to, uh, to be an all-rounded technician because, I mean, at the, end of that, at the end of the day, when you come out of your apprenticeship, you're still only, a, you're, still only you're brand new to the, the, the trade. You, there's a lot to learn. And I think also with this concept of Certificate 2 and Certificate 3 and so forth, uh, on the job working and recognition and even having a framework around that should be in place to recognise the time you've spent. Yeah. And that was sort of the basis of what a Cert 2 was. But now, effectively, you, you may almost don't need to have any time on the job. Do a certificate, now I can do X and Y yeah. and Z. 
that recognition of that time on the job has sort of gone away or yeah. certainly not as strong as it was, say, 20 years ago, for example. Yeah, you, yeah. I mean... There's anything... still a lot of water to go under the bridge, obviously, no, because I think, so. I think there hasn't been a lot of change, has there, over that no, period of time? There's so. lots of talk about things, but not much has really changed, has mm. it? Has really anything got worse? Mm. Or, or do you think that they're, they're starting to make some headway? Well, I, I can't actually see that much has changed. Maybe I'm I'm out of touch. Maybe I haven't been con well, I haven't been concentrating on on that so much. But mm. um, yeah, I don't know. I think I think it's still got a fair way to go. Mm, long way to go, I reckon. Yeah. Yeah, you're right there. Now, Brad, during so we need to you guys to keep pushing for it. Push, push, push. That's true. That's true. And things like you know getting onto armor and places like this that yep. all sort of helps to uh, to fight that that fight. Don't you agree? Yeah, for sure. Now, Brad, um, you know when we have conversations, and and quite often, even if it's on air or off air, when we get often when when there's alcohol involved or or a couple of reds or whatever, mm. always sort of come back to like gutter talk. You know, farts and stuff. Yeah, you know, like farts and poo and stuff oh, like that. You know what I mean? Poo, well, mate, you know what I mean. Like, it always gets back to like mm. that sort of Where's stuff. Where's this going? I'm glad you asked that question, Brad, because um, <laughs> it seemed as I was sort of skipping through episodes, it came up quite a bit. Um, and this is uh, this is what I've sort of found. So I'm guessing you guys, in the, how have you guys done it in the past, like the air balancing? Yeah, we've always used manual damper blades in the past, but obviously um, that's all changed now. So um, yeah. it's great when, uh, you know, Mrs. Jones rings you and says, oh, I've got an air issue in the bedroom or whatever. You go yep. out there and it's, uh, and it's a uh, smart controller where you can... Uh, nice. Yeah. Name, one, one, name one thing that everyone looks weird doing. Uh... <laughs> oh, God. The brain's sticking Take over. <laughs> yeah, that's probably pretty weird. Ah, uh, pooping. <laughs> that's pretty weird. Don't worry, I, I think I'd struggle. I don't know. We are now sitting on the toilet doing a poo with a squash face. <laughs> I'm a, that's fairly <laughs> detailed. Fairly detailed. I, I want to ask how many people have you seen having a poo? That's why you had the fart folder on. Correct, your, right? Yeah, right. And that's uh, <clears throat> they, they're like fingerprints. Okay. Yeah, they no two are the same. We know that. That's what yeah, I think. That's right. Um, anyway, so um, now another chat that we had, Brad, was with um, a father-son business um, out of the USA um, called Encon. Do you remember that? Yes. Episode 19. And we had really quite a good connection with them, I thought. Yeah. Because right. we had sort good. of some similarities in the sense that it was a family business. Yeah. And it was dad passing on to, to son uh, the business. And, and David's obviously worked extremely hard to get to where he's got. When they first started 50-odd years ago, um, uh, Marty, the dad, sort of talks about his first um, installation, which was actually a, a humidifier installation at a 7-Eleven. It cost them about 100 bucks. Um, now, they're, they're a huge business. They've got 
tons and tons of employees. They've got all sorts of divisions, including maintenance, engineering, design, fabrication. Do you remember that conversation? Do oh, yeah. It was it was a really great conversation. And I remember and, thinking, "Geez, what have we done wrong?" What have we <laughs> exactly? Um, and I remember asking one of the questions to David, uh, the son, was, um, "You know, can you talk about any or?" or do any sort of moments, proud moments sort of stand out for you? And I remember one of the conversations he, uh, he, he sort of talked about was they did the air conditioning at the Thomas Edison building. That's right, yeah. Yeah. Um, the inventor of the light bulb, the photograph. I was going to say, who was Thomas Edison? Yeah, uh, the photograph, the light bulb, and the motion picture. I didn't realise the motion picture as well. No, I didn't know. There you go. Um, but you obviously listen very hard. No, and that's that's part of the problem when doing this is that you are you're so worried about worrying, looking at the next question and you sort of miss a lot of stuff. So that's why I've gone back and listened to some of these because you actually do pick up a lot more information than you think. Yes. Um, but one of the other questions I asked Marty, um, if he could go back to 1968, um, what's, what advice would he give himself? And here's what he said. When I, I think I was under the really mistaken um, um, idea, if you will, that if you knew your business technically, your business would grow, be sound and be profitable. And um, that was my guiding light. Know what you're doing, do it right, do it well, and the rest will follow. And um, what, what, I've, what I've learned the hard way is that is just not the way the world works. You, you really have to have a focus, you have to have the right financial management, you have to have the right feedback systems, the right computer systems, and the right marketing. And uh, without all that in place, you can be the best technical guy in the world. And you, see, you can go around in a circle, or worse yet, you're gonna uh, uh, dig a hole that you'll bury yourself in. Yeah. So, I think that was my biggest lesson, and uh, I wish I learned it many years before I did. Yeah. So all he, all he needed to all he needed to do was read the book called E Myth back then anywhere. Right. <laughs> We're just reading that now. <laughs> I've read it for the third time this week. <laughs> We've read it a couple of times. Yeah. Brilliant, brilliant. There you go, the E Myth. The E Myth, and uh, that's a that's a cracking book, isn't it? It is. Did you, did you actually read it? I did. Yeah, it's been a while now though. Mm. Um, I need to probably read it again. It's, it's quite an easy read, but um, I think I've got it on uh, audio, audio, audio book. Yeah. yeah, and that's I reckon that's the best way to do it because yeah. you can you can listen to it over and over on the way to work or yeah. home or whatever. Um, but uh, yeah, it's a it's a really good book to listen to. Yeah, but, um, yeah, interesting, interesting stuff. And they they were great guys, weren't they? They were. They were very good. Really enjoyed their chat. Um, but Brad, you know. What I did find, and going back over some of our episodes, is that you know people say the darndest things. Darndest things. Mm, like things that are just totally unexpected, and they throw you off completely off guard. Occasionally, they do. Yeah, there's been a few of those. Um, so I'll just um, press play and have a listen. See what you think. Right. Uh, if you could change a name, Louis, what would it be? Max Power. <laughs> Max what? <laughs> Not Max Headroom. <laughs> Jamie, if you could be a superhero, who would that be? Wonder Woman. <laughs> She's hot. <laughs> I can see the similarity. <laughs> you, if you could change one thing about yourself, what would that be? Um, oh dear. Uh, 
my dandruff. Well, you've got more or less. <laughs> Are you a toilet paper folder or scruncher? Neither. I'm a bidayer. I'm oh, a bidayer. Yeah. You're the first bidayer we've had. Yeah. Yeah. Bidet. Yeah. It, it changes lives. Yeah. <laughs> Clean as a whistle. <laughs> yes. um, Jamie, when, when you go on a holiday, what's the first thing that you pack? My guns. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> that, that was a really weird laugh. <laughs> what sort of items could you buy that would make the cashier most uncomfortable? Uh, lots of... Uh, Maybe some hydrocarbon and a box of nails? <laughs> <laughs> What's the strangest... Uh, what's the strangest thing you've ever worn, Chris? Oh my gosh, I won a pickup truck last year from Service Titan. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> that was lost in translation. Lost in translation. What's the, uh, what was it? What's the strangest thing you've ever worn? Worn. Oh, worn. worn. Yeah. Not one. But congratulations yeah. for that truck. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's yeah. amazing. When you go on a holiday, what's the first thing that you would pack? Um, a brush so I can clean filters in the hotel room. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't everyone do that? <laughs> oh, there you go. Oh, that, was, think? that was quite good. I like that. Some of those were very unexpected. Oh, yeah. And yeah. some of your responses, Brad, were most unexpected. <laughs> and inappropriate. Absolutely. On occasion. Yeah, and that's, that's what makes it funny. So there you go. Um, yeah, but Brad, funny. another chat that we had was um, with the infamous Tommy Mello yes. from A1 Garage Doors. Um, episode 24, guys, if you haven't had a listen to it, go back and have a, have a listen. But Tommy tells the story of um, basically how he started out. Um, he's a guru. He is a guru. Um, and he's, he's a home service millionaire book mm -hmm. you can buy. You can actually download it on audible or whatever and listen to it that's that's really good but tommy took a business that went from nothing like 50 grand in debt i think he was yeah. to like 250 employees across 11 states of the u.s now he's absolutely smashing it um but um we often hear that consistent message of systemizing a business um and we asked tommy if you don't have any systems to start with where the hell do you start? That's what he had to say. Well, first, you want to have every role laid out that you need in the company. Then you want to determine what role you're going after and say, really, what can that individual influence within the company? So really, a lot of times I've made mistakes and think, oh, that person could help get re good reviews. Well, that's not a good determining factor sometimes. It's really, what do they have 100% of the influence in? And if it's something that's next, for example, I can't give my CSR a, a bonus structure or, or a performance-based structure that's built on how well the ticket, the conversion rate goes, because really they don't have a lot of influence. It's the guy that rings the doorbell that influences that key yeah. performance indicator. So I think whiteboarding, uh, I'm a big fan of, uh, I don't know if you can see, but I got yeah. a huge yeah. whiteboard in there. And uh, I got one, I got a whiteboard in my kitchen as well. So yeah. 
I'm, I'm a whiteboarder for life. I, I write down everything. I make ideas in my mind and then I put them on there and, and I'm a dreamer. The dream became a vision and the vision becomes reality. Mm-hmm. And I know that's kind of off topic, but really just focusing on what they can influence. And I think the time that I really learned is when somebody sat down and they came in for their annual review and I gave them a raise and I said, that's kind of bull crap. I said, just because they've been here for a couple of years doesn't, you know, they've got tenure doesn't mean they should make more than the person that's kicking butt. And then I had a guy make a lot of money one day that, that was more on a performance pay in the field. And he made, you know, well over a hundred grand. And I said, yes, I got so excited. I was like, dude, you killed it. You made so, so much money. So I said, no longer am I going to be excited about the performance pay and not excited about the hourly. So we've worked on systems to create really, really good pay structures to, for me to get excited and all the managers that get excited when somebody makes a lot of money. They should, we should all jump for rejoice and jump yeah. for joy when they, when they win. And I love it when you can win and I like it when you lose too because when you lose, you quit. I don't want to make an environment for someone to stay here if they're not winning the game. And I think a lot of businesses do that and that's why they tend to get people that stick around or never leave and, and they tend to have very minimal good results yeah he's very inspiring he's a good he's a good storyteller too um he is, yeah. but he's got so much knowledge uh he's, and only, he's young he is 30s mm. so he's, yeah, he's doing mm. he's doing a doing doing pretty well things, but so if you get the chance guys go and check out home service millionaire because it's a bloody good read and he's um he does a lot of good too he does, does charity yeah. work and yeah. all sorts of stuff so uh Great guy, awesome guy, and um, yeah, one day hopefully when the borders will finally we might uh, open up. venture over. Yeah, which is not fast. Yeah. Um, now, Brad, um, as part of the um, this illustrious show that we illustrious yes that we put on for our, <coughs> our uh, listener folk, um, we have this uh, outrageous. Um, game at the end called keeping it cool in the hot seat as you know and um one of those final questions of the show is tell us your porn star no correct correct um and um i thought i'd just put a little snippet together of um a, a collective what do you call a collective of porn star names Ooh, a mess a gaggle a mess <laughs> I don't oh, know. Right. Anyway. I like that. <laughs> okay, well. So here we go. Let's just have a mess of porn star oh, names. Correct. Your porn star name? <laughs> <laughs> um, Is it Justin? Justin. Just Just no, got it. No, <laughs> Just, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. Do I, do, Ned, Ned, we ask? <laughs> well, having a last name is cock. You could put anything in there, couldn't you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, we'll leave that one alone. Pepper Pig? <laughs> Pepper Charles. Smoking. Smoking. <laughs> Stop the clock. Stop it, you. Oh. <laughs> Blackie Somerset. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Um, long and deep. <laughs> that just blew me away. It's got to be sticky wicket. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> Jamie, the final uh, question that your porn star name. Jamie. <laughs> the sparkler. Oh, the sparkler? Yeah. Sparkles. Yeah, Mr. Yeah. Sparkles, eh? Mr. Sparkles. 20 seconds, in and out, done. <laughs> it would be uh, Nostradamus Balboa. <laughs> oh, London lounger, I don't know. Oh, yeah, London lounger. Big Al. <laughs> 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 I'm with the go! Oh, uh, give me one of your there. Yeah. Lusty pill. <laughs> Lusty pill. <laughs> Lamb chop. Lamb chop. Is that what hot rod calls it? So, so mine would be Norman Barkwood. <laughs> <laughs> um Ramrod McSex a lot. <laughs> Ilton Abercrombie. <laughs> wow, how exotic. <laughs> we'll go with the Irish assassin. <laughs> Ormond Buckus. <laughs> Manfred Sebastian, so we have to be Oh Manton. Jesus, that's that's Oh, I so, love that one. That was great. Oh, Manfred Sebastian. So it's going to be Manton. <laughs> I love it. So there's about been 50, almost 50 porn stars. That's right. Yeah. Not everyone got one out, but. <laughs> <laughs> but it was almost, yeah, that was an absolute mess. Oh, <laughs> it, would, it was. Now, Brad, before you get into the next guest chat, right. I think you should go get us a beer. Another 30 is in order. Another Furphy. Mm-hmm. Um, we could always be sponsored by Furphy. <laughs> A few moments later. I haven't got any thinner while I've been doing this. <laughs> uh, chins. We're back again. Ah, sweet, sweet sound. Sweet, sweet sound. Sweet, sweet sound. Oh, that one's Furphy. Better than the first one. Mm. Why is that? I don't know. I don't know either. The next one will be better again. Will it? And then it's all downhill from there. <laughs> right. So, Brad, um, episode 27, we spoke to our Levy, we Big Al. Big Al. As you like to be called. Who is porn star name? Yes. Uh, the Seven Power Contractor. Now, Al Levy is one of these people. He's, he's quite a famous man. Very, he, he, he gets around a while. He does. And um, a lot of these um, big names turn to Al for advice. Tommy Mello, perfect example. Yep. He uh, openly, uh, is, uh, you know, um, says that 
Alan Levy is uh, one of the gurus. Mm -hmm. uh, when it comes to um, systemizing, yeah, unpacking your business, reconstructing it, putting it back together, yeah. he is he's the man. So um, during episode 27, we asked Al, uh, how the hell do you keep good staff? That's what he had to say. Are you talking about for your own staff or are you talking yeah. about marketing? Yeah. Oh, for your own staff, yeah. For own staff. For my own staff, when I was looking for, you know, technicians or even people in the office or answering the phone and dispatcher, um, those five steps that we, we never did when I was talking about the mirror tests for my brother, is that you should always be recruiting. Now, you have to go to where they are, which, of course, has changed. You know, years ago, it used to be newspapers, then it was in magazines. You know, nowadays, it's online, and it's also, you know, which, where are they? Facebook, Glassdoor, you know, there's all these other sites that you, wherever they are looking is where you need to be. Yeah. Now, if you can provide the skills, then you don't have to hire on skills and hope that they're willing. Because your goal is to hire somebody very willing and provide all the skills. Because that widens out this thing, which solves this choke point that you have with the company. So the better you do a, a recruiting, and then, you know, better at, in the hiring process, which was, you know, we did a really good job of, uh, personality profile, which is called motivational mapping, which is a nicer term than <laughs> profiling people. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, but it's, it's a good indication of who they are and how they work in the world. Yeah. So for instance, there's one test. If you don't have any task talent, which focus on a task and get it done, it's really hard to be a technician. Mm -hmm. It's actually hard to be a bookkeeper, but you can be good on the phone. You follow yeah. what I'm saying? So yeah. you would like all things being equal. They're not absolutes, but they're good indicators. Plus, like I was saying before, is to you know put them on and find out what they really can do, and then find out the holes so that you can put together a better training program for them. And so again, manuals and a, yes, I do sell manuals, so I am mm -hmm. a little prejudiced. But I will tell you that without manuals, I can't really see it. We you know we were hit pretty hard here with COVID. Mm -hmm. I know it's a little different in Australia, New Zealand, but I mean it's really was, yeah, and it yeah. still is. Yeah, but my guys didn't really suffer because we always had stuff on PPE, personal protection equipment. We were able to operate remotely. So these guys just had to tweak the manuals to be able to do that stuff. And without those things, it makes it very, yeah. very difficult to replicate yourself. Mm -hmm. So hiring gets better with manuals because that every week they're in meetings and what are they going over? You know, how they do their job, which is kind mm -hmm. of tied to the manuals. And yeah. then there's role plays, which is on the phone. Somebody calls up, somebody answers the phone. Let's see how it sounds. What are you doing? Um, in the uh, for the techs, you got to climb in the truck. There's yeah. no other way to do it. We used to do ride-alongs all the time. Mm -hmm. Now we're not trying to find them doing something bad. Honestly, we're trying to find them doing something good. Yeah. And then when I learned to coach, my problem at the beginning was I gave them too much information. What I learned to do is get in the truck and go at the end of the call. And go. So what? one thing did you think you did really well? And then I would let them talk yeah. because when they talk, they hear themselves. Yeah, yeah. When you talk, it's kind of like when my daughter goes, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. <laughs> they caught it here, you know? Yeah, yeah. And so the second thing I said, so on the next call, what would you do better? And I would say 80 to 90% of the time, they know where they stumbled. Yeah. Especially true. like I have a sales system about what to come to the door, how to present yourself, what key questions to ask, how to get permission to do a survey, how to look at the whole job, 
how to present a menu of options and be a servant to the customer you're in front because ultimately they make the decision. Our job is to be an expert and help them. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Very interesting. Yeah. And um, employ for attitude, not skill. That's right. Um, so, you know, he, he's dead right. And, you know, and, and I love that um, point he made of always hiring, you know, mm. always looking for that person. Um, and I, I think we're all guilty of like, you, you suddenly, someone drops out or, or whatever, and suddenly you go, far out, we've got to get another employee on. Let's start advertising madly. And then you yeah. take the first person that comes along because you're so desperate. Yeah. So uh, I think it's a great point to always be hiring and finding that person for the minute they become available, you can pick them up. Yep. Yep. And that's what we're trying to do with our business. Now, Brad, closer to home, um, one of the prominent guests that we've had on, um, or duo, I should say, that we've had on our show, Brad, was um, Andy and Angela Smith. Yes. yes. Uh, they were on episode 30. and um, Speaking of guns. Yes, speaking no of guns. guns. Oh yeah, I thought you, I thought you meant like well, Andy, Andy, yeah. Andy Andy's guns. <laughs> Mind <laughs> you, Angela's computer. She's 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 But they um, they captured our imagination, and they also their their level of enthusiasm was completely infectious. Mm-hmm. And I think we got the bug. We did. Safe to say, um, and we've since. Um, We've since working with lifestyle trading on our own business. Yep. And um, I tell you what, they have been um, phenomenal. Fantastic. I can't. I can't tell. I can't even think of a word that's better than phenomenal. Mm. It's been fantastic. And and look, um, I think we've got a long way to go. Yeah, definitely. But um, we are in good hands. Let's just say that. Chipping away one step at a time. We had an R and R. Day on Friday with them uh, at their uh, satellite. They do well. Oh, bloody hell! Honestly, they do. Well, I look at this, and I I know how much work goes into doing this little pissy podcast. And I look at that. They did a satellite um, conference or R and R, which is reignite reignite event, and they did it. They streamed it across to different sites around the country via satellite, and it was all live, and it was just awesome. It was sick. And it went um, off without a hitch. Yeah, I know. It's crazy. Unbelievable. So they were excellent. Um, we love having them on the show. We love working with them now um, and we'll continue to work with them. Um, but while they're on the show, we um, talked about working smarter, not harder. Um, and we asked Andy and Ange if they could throw some nuggets at, at us and they didn't disappoint. Take a listen. I think the first one for me is... Don't, don't believe that you have to know everything because you don't. Um, people say to me now, what's your best asset? And my best asset is I'm a finger pointer. I get the people around me that I need and I tell them where I want to go and they help guide me. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of business owners, we just think we need to know anything. And I'm just a typical tradie that left in when I was 15 and, and started a trade, you know. So um, I've learned a lot of stuff along the way. So... Uh, that's one lesson. Don't believe it's just you. Get help. Help is a, a, a beautiful thing. And for the, the little bit of money you need to spend, you will save bucket loads in the future. And um, another big one is really 
understanding your numbers, your hourly rate, have what you can charge, how to be more profitable. Um, and that's just the start of it. There's so many other things, mm. but it's all about getting your business model right at the start. Even the best businesses that come to us now, over 50 staff, over $10 million, I've still got to drag them back to the beginning and say, hey, these are a couple of points I know you haven't done. I need you to do that. And they go, oh, yeah, I, I should do that. So everyone just needs to understand they're not bigger and better than anyone else. We're all in the same path. Yeah. And there's one way to do it. And it doesn't matter if you're small or big, we should all do it the same way. He's uh, so he's so uh, so much of a go-getter, isn't he? He's like, oh, yeah. he's got so much energy and... Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. It's so much wisdom too. And I, so, the thing I love about <clears throat> Andy Nand is that you know they're not not some of the they're not these rah rah people that just get up there and they've got no first hand experience. Mm -hmm. These are guys that have lived in the trenches. They've, um, they've they've done their own business and they're at the point now where they've they're, they're actually sold their business and they're but they they're so um, generous with their time as well. Yeah, like. Um, they just they they want they sincerely want people just to succeed in their own business and that's why I I think that we all agree when we when we sort of got to know them that these were the right fit for us yeah, you know um, so that, they've been brilliant yes a long way to go a long way to go and it's interesting that I'm you're looking forward to that journey too yeah it is it is and they talk about the journey not the destination but. You know, I think the journey is going to be equally as interesting. Mm. We want the destination to be, hey, sitting under a palm tree drinking pina coladas. Exactly. Right. That's a long way off for us. But um, but I think, like I said before, we're in good hands with these guys and they um, they really take you under their wing and they, they share all the knowledge and experience that they've, they've done. Like I said, they've done the hard yards. Yeah. Um, and they... Um, impress upon you their, their, you know, their words of wisdom and, and uh, you know, can't, uh, we can't thank them enough, really. No, it's, no. it's been good so yeah. far. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and speaking of words of wisdom, friend, I, 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 I sent out a little bit of a, an email to our guests to say, hey, guys, you know what? You've got so much, you have so much um, uh, knowledge and experience and wisdom and we'd like you to, like, impart some words, some final words, for our final episode. Um, I know she didn't ask me for any words of wisdom. No. 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 That's fair enough. Um, <laughs> uh, but anyway, so um, this is what we uh, this is what we uh, what we found out. G'day, it's Mark Vender from ERA coming to you from my home office in Melbourne, Victoria, and I was on episode 16 of the podcast. Shane and Brad. Thank you for showing us that Australia not only has an amazing HVAC and R industry, but an amazing HVAC and R community. Go well, fellas. Hi, David Endersky from Encom Mechanical in New Jersey. My father and I were on episode 19 and super excited to be a part of it. Brad and Shane, good luck with your future endeavors and everything that you do. Hi everybody, it's Ryan from Ryan Ada Air Conditioning here in South Australia from episode 21. Just wanted to say a big thank you to Shane and Brad from Morford Air Conditioning for doing the podcast. It's been a pleasure working with you guys. Congratulations, well done. Hey, it's Al Levy, Seven Power Contractor. I was in episode 27 and it was great to share with you guys. Here's my parting message, if you will. It was always a struggle for me until I learned how to systematize my company. 
And that so it wasn't like every day we'd wake up and put out the fire we thought we had yesterday under control. The answer was no. Until you have a systematic way for everybody at your company to do the work, not the crazy 20, 100%, things won't be better. That's what you need to do. Hi, it's Jen from Trade Risk Insurance Brokers from episode 28. Just wanted to say huge thanks to Brad and Shane for having me on their show. It was loads and loads of fun and I had a great time doing it. Good luck with everything, guys. Bye. Good day, mate. Let's put another shrimp on the barbie. Just kidding. What is up, everybody? Gil here from the HVAC Uncensored podcast out in the field. Wanted to make this video in the studio. But because of time constraints, I wasn't able to. But I want to give a big congratulations to my friend Brad and Shane Rawson from the Air Conditioning Podcast on their 50th episode coming up. Guys, I am so happy and proud of you guys of what you're doing down there, man. You really built something awesome and your show is kick-ass, man. I love seeing what you guys are doing, especially seeing what's different, what's done in different parts of the country between Australia, United States, Canada, stuff like that. So it's awesome to have that other avenue and uh, to be able to meet you guys. You're really awesome dudes. I love what you're doing. I'm very humble and grateful to be a part of what you're doing, to be able to be a guest and then be on it again. Uh, we got to get something worked out for you guys to get on my podcast, HVAC Uncensored. But congratulations on 50 episodes, man. Being a podcaster, I know how hard it is to stay consistent. It's hard. Um, it's a lot of work involved. And when you're running a business and doing all the other stuff, you have families and kids, um, it's hard to stay consistent with the podcast. So 50 episodes is no simple feat. So congratulations to you guys, man. I'm so happy for you. I'm so proud of what you're doing. Keep kicking ass. And remember, I'm always here to help, man. All right? Love you guys. Take care in Australia. And I'll talk to you soon. Peace. Hi there, it's Peter from Simpro in Sydney, Australia from episode 37. I'm really glad I had the experience of chatting with you guys about all things IoT. You and your podcast will be missed as it's the absolute go-to go source for all that's new and interesting in the business with a couple of laughs on the way. So good luck, fellas. Enjoy the rest of your journey and thank you. Hi, Ben Bithell here from Airbridge, Australia. Uh, spoke to the boys in episode 42 and had a really good time. Uh, Brad and Shane, sad to hear that you're no longer continuing on with this podcast. Uh, wish you all the best in the future. I think what you did with the um, podcast is giving us a platform to discuss everything air conditioning and refrigeration in Australia and I hope someone takes over the reins and continues on. Cheers. Hey guys, Michael at ServiceMate from episode 9 and congrats on an amazing contribution to the small business community. One piece of advice I'd share is to automate as much as possible or delegate and empower your staff with responsibility so you have more time to focus on what's most important. Hi, it's Tim Hildebrand here from ServiceBox Software in beautiful Burbank, California in the United States from episode 40. As you guys know, I'm a Canadian who moved here to the United States, so uh, my advice to you, don't eat yellow snow. Very important. Hi, this is Michael from Tradeify in Auckland, New Zealand from episode 25. My word of wisdom would be, Keep your current customers happy. They'll stay with you for the long term. Thank you. Hi, we're Andy and Angela from Lifestyle Trading in Sydney, Australia for episode 30. Hey guys, a huge congratulations. 50 episodes, absolutely unbelievable of the air conditioning podcast. You guys have had great success all around the world and we just want to say congratulations to you. For you business owners out there, make sure you work smart, not hard, and keep smiling. 
How good is that? Fantastic. That just sums up <coughs> the caliber yeah, of people that we've had on this show. That's amazing. Yeah. Um, and for them to be, oh, we didn't ask for that. It was like, well, we are, I just asked for some parting words, but the, the, the nice words that they had to say just came from the heart. And that was just Fantastic. really, really yeah. nice to, to hear. So Very nice. I've got a little bit of a tear in my eye. Oh, did you? Yeah. I'm sure it was the eye? It was definitely the eye. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, no, thank you guys uh, to all of for all to, to all of you for for those kind yeah, words. Thank you very much. Really, very, very, very special. So we're grateful for that. Um, and Brad, look, we're almost at the uh, conclusion of uh, our final episode. We have to go. Well, it's, time it's almost dinner time. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you want to slip into a red now? Oh. You? well. Yeah, well, yeah, not gonna lie, not gonna lie. But before we go, guys, we just want to say uh, thanks. Um, firstly, to uh, Michael Steckler and the team at Tradeify because they helped us out with some sponsorship in, uh, in season one. Yeah, but guys, your generosity was just awesome, and we, we were eternally grateful for that. Um, but also. A massive thanks to you, Brad, of course. And Chisha. You know, as, as you've actually done all the partnering crime. You've done all the hard work on just special comments. The dynamic duo. <laughs> uh, but uh, but more importantly, Brad, our listeners. Our listeners, thank you very much. You know, uh, without thank you very much. <laughs> without them, we wouldn't have gotten to this point. No, because exactly right. if we didn't see those downloads yeah, coming through, right. we would have gone, stuff this Rajo. Exactly. Not doing right. it too hard. <laughs> so uh but they didn't right talk to ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> they did. They came through and, yeah. and we got to buddy uh what um number eight I think on how to on iTunes. Yeah. Not like that anymore of course. No that's right but <laughs> but that was a, at the peak of our price. That's all right. But we got there and it was um it was happy days. So yeah. But guys, thanks again for um, for listening to us. We can't thank you enough. We want to wish you all a massively merry, merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. A prosperous new year. Very prosperous. Earn a shit ton of dough in that time. And, um, and keep safe and healthy. Yeah, keep smiling and uh, look after yourselves. Get rid of this bloody corona crap and yeah. let's just get on with living back to back to our normal self again. Get back to life. Yeah, so um, as we know it. As we know it. But uh, um, and Brad, before we uh, part, yes. I know no that you would, you would normally you would normally finish off by you know saying a shout out bye bye. But um, in the words of uh, an infamous podcaster, mm. Mr. Gil Kaby, from the uncensored uh, HVAC uncensored, uncensored podcast. Yep. He signed off with. Until next time, we'll catch you motherfuckers later. <laughs> Peace. Peace. <laughs> Peace. <laughs> Take it easy, guys. We love your guts and all the best for the future. Catch ya. That's all for this episode of the Air Conditioning Podcast. Be sure to stop by at airconditioningpodcast.com to connect with us, as well as on Facebook and Twitter, and join in the conversation. Until next time, stay tuned, stay positive, and stay cool.